0: Hello, and welcome back to an episode of The Gold Advantage on the Best of Three Network. As always, I'm your host, Nikita, and with me is Scoot. But once again, our young socialite, Big Money Blivs, doesn't make it to the podcast. Two weeks in a row, back-to-back absences. There has to be some sort of penalty for this, right, Scott? I mean, can you imagine going outside? like? (laughs)
1: are we we kidding you he's skiing what what are you oh nature like no shot (laughs) not a not a chance it's not even 4k it's not even 4k not in 4k can you get 240 hertz i don't i doubt it out in the wild there definitely should be a penalty um we'll we'll have to do some character creation is fucking shot all right yeah i I don't even know man it's (laughs) character creation (laughs) I'm not looking too hot right now. <laughs> um, no, dude. Like I don't know. He just keeps ducking out on us. His boys won this week. I know. So, uh, where is he? Oh he's on my. a he's on
0: a mountain somewhere. This is this IRL shit. I don't know, man. What I I you know what it is? I think the fame and success of the Best of Three podcast and network and all everything going on and our Discord popping off has gone to his head, and uh, he now thinks you know he's just flying about town. Getting nah, I mean and everything you get a Finding few great a chatters
1: you get a few great chatters on discord and the guy just is full of air up there and now he's fucking gassed to the moon exactly and he's completely left us he took his shares he walked yeah. sold I don't know
0: just come join the discord you can find the link for it at the best of three uh network kind of our Twitter best of three network easy That's to a- find come give him shit please er- <laughs> early plug. Uh,
1: yeah, I mean it's, it's, listen, it's, it's natural, you know? Come hang out, a lot of banter, yeah. a lot of chatter, and of course, I mean <laughs> the chatter is focused on two esports currently, one of those being League of Legends, Nikki. So Yeah. I'd we love to talk about it about. with you this right, week. I'm I'm that. so excited.
0: I think we're gonna kick it off with the best regular season team of all time, Rogue, who have locked in for two playoffs, eleven and two. Uh, I don't really have much more to say beyond like, of course, they're the first team to lock in playoffs uh, and they're still looking great.
1: I mean, how many years in a row is that now? Like <laughs> Just it's, it, it now becomes a matter of winning.
0: They used um, to be bad. They used to be. At one point they were like barely, they were 10th place team. And then sure, sure. Later, playoffs. And then, you know, like it's it, as an org, what a great growth story.
1: A lot of great natural growth. Yeah. It is disappointing that you don't get to see him in many other esports, so it's kind of a Le- League of Legends exclusive thing currently. Or well, at least famous. this uh, kind of high-power fan base growth is is currently fueled by League of Legends. But yeah, I mean, is there much to say besides the fact that Rogue minus 5.5 against Mad Lions was a perennial lock? Dude. Um, they, they roll Mad Lions, and of course they roll their second game of the weekend against Vitality. So we're looking good. I mean, this team... This team is firing on all cylinders. I, of course, also would have taken Rogue minus
0: kills on that as well. They just look too good. I mean... Rogue just look amazing. Vitality does not, uh, which I think we'll get to. Team... I mean, like, uh, what teams I really want to talk about. I don't have much to say. Fnatic, Fnatic. I lost to Astralis. Bit of a shocker, that one. Their win against G2 was pretty clean and dominant, so that really separated them from the pack there. Botlane played so well in that game. Um I don't have much more to add to that. It's you know, we talked about it I think a week ago where they had to do well, they did, and they've continued to. So they've really established themselves as second, third best best team. Um for me, I actually think I'm leaning towards Misfits being the better team. Against Fnatic? Yeah. I think it's Misfits definitely might possible. Be the second best team. I
1: will. I think I'm really enjoying the way the table's segmented right now. It feels like you do have a few like very, yeah. very good teams that are up top, but they're not unreachable in a no. best of one like like anyone can really beat anyone, yeah, but there is definitely separation there. I don't know how many teams can really beat rogue. They took one weekend off um on the misfits fanatic situation, I think the way this is gonna go. Is it's going to be pretty neck and neck headed in the playoffs, and I think Fnatic will separate themselves in best of five series. That's, that's the way I view this. There's a decent level of experience there. I trust that team a little bit more. Um, you know, also, absolutely love their workers. Shout out Cheesewater. Uh, but no, they, I, I think both teams look really good. It's, it's hard to tell. The difference between the two, I just really think that Fnatic edges Misfits in a best of five.
0: Funny thing is it's like they have very uh counter stats. So when you look at like their early game rating, mid-late game rating, early game rating, you have Fnatic, which we've always known Fnatic's early game rating is phenomenal. They play the early game so well. Misfit's early game rating is eighth. So not great. Only a couple of points behind like Uh, excel and mad but you know not excellent you go to the mid late game rating and misfits has the second highest mid to late game rating with Fnatic being in eighth place so we see misfits converting and winning a lot of things uh a lot more than i think Fnatic does uh but the end results the same but it's i think it's hard but I guess what I'm getting at is that these teams seem to approach it in a very polar opposite way, which makes the comparison difficult because in one hand, Fnatic completely beats them in stats, but on the other hand, Misfits beats them on stats. I'm really looking forward to them going up against each other again because I do agree, we haven't seen Misfits really play best of fives and be at this level. I think this is the best we've seen them in a very long time. They're playing against each other on the 6th of March, so next weekend. I'm super excited for that matchup, getting ahead of myself a little bit. But, yeah, at the moment, I think maybe Misfit's the second best team. Listen, I, I can't argue with your logic.
1: And it, there is, like, some discrepancy between the way they play the game. It's just yeah. a matter of where do you think it's more difficult to actually win a game early or late. And I, I think, like, if Fnatic starts closing out a little better, we're going to see them jump yeah. misfits a decent amount but that is a huge concern at the moment uh, yeah that that's totally. kind of my main point here
0: totally totally get it i i really think that it's um i think fanatic has a we've seen them kind of waffle and wobble a bit like once it gets them mid-game they can fix that they're they're really gonna separate themselves uh, team that had a a big wobble was g2 going zero and two how do you feel about that
1: So this is coming off the back of our conversation last week, Um, if I'm remembering properly, where we were like, hey, if this team continues to grow the way they are, then we're going to see them be very good by the time summer comes around. And I think you would have agreed with that last week. It is tough to see them stumble. I'm not overly concerned about this one. Uh, I feel like every team that's in a growing process needs needs to have some slip ups here and there. And of course, I... Personally believe that G2 is a championship organization and they're going to return to form. Um, not really concerned about the loss of Fnatic. Fnatic's a very good team. g is still in the growth phase. The SK loss is a little bit more concerning. And I think you would probably agree with that. They kind of got rolled in that game as well.
0: Um, I, I think they... Well, yeah, they did. I think they got rolled in both games. And uh, the Fnatic one, I think just... Fnatic came out really strong. Fine can, can uh, accept that. But... The SK game, I think G2 just kind of overlooked SK. And was like, whatever, this is a bad team. They had a fun draft, but SK just came out focused and wanted to win. Uh, you know, SK went two zero this week. Yeah, so, I mean, it's what we expected yeah, them to be at the beginning SK, of the year. It is, uh, but they're they're trying to recover. And the question is, are they going to make it to to playoffs? So I'm I'm not that worried about G2. I think they kind of were just a bit too casual around SK. Um, and the game got away from them, and the way the the drafts were done, it was hard for G2 to come back into the match. Um, SK closed it out nicely. The loss against Fnatic was more one-sided than I expected it to be, which is fine. I don't think that's a terrible thing. I don't think anyone was saying that G2 was going to be like the second-best team in the LEC. Um, They're still playing well but it does make me feel like okay yeah fourth place seems to be the appropriate spot for them
1: that there's some separation between them and top 3 a little yeah. bit more than expected a little, uh, yeah last exactly. week go to yes
0: yes I, yeah i, I can kind of agree with that
1: go. but i could also see this team springboard back to life um in the in the upcoming weeks so i'm not i'm not going to write g2 off by any means and i don't think you are either just to be yeah. clear but i am excited i i'm a i'm a little bit of a carlos stan so i love the man <laughs> I'm excited to see what they're able to pull out in the future tough week from G2. Like that 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 was just brutal. <laughs> tough to get rolled twice. I mean like It is.
0: It, but at the same good. time,
1: it's kind of a learning experience. So Yeah, we'll I think
0: look they they're eight and five. They're sitting in fourth place. They're fine. It just it's not what you expected. You would you would have I think we we thought it'd be a one and one. Um but that kind of brings us to the playoff race because we currently have sk who just off the back of two wins is tied in 7th place with mad lions and only one win behind vitality so i mean they've launched out of
1: themselves straight into the foot race
0: exactly so we have sk vitality and mad lions fighting for that final spot uh and i mean i just can't i i don't see mad lions getting getting it so you it should be vitality which is what you said i think before before we started recording so i don't want to steal your thunder there Agreed. um but i do feel that like sk is good enough it's starting to get good enough that you know one or two wins they're suddenly tied with vitality and then it's a then it's a big uh, you know potentially a huge upset with vitality and madline's not making it
1: i'm going to i'm going to have to fall back into into a little repeat dialogue i had from last yeah. week but at any point during this season there could just be a week where Vitality has boot camped enough throughout the, the entire season and something finally clicks where this team starts playing like a team. And that is a super dangerous concept because I think if that's the possibility, they could still beat anyone. Um, and I just think that they'll figure out how to play team league of legends really well again. So like the growing pains are still there for me in some regard, and it still looks like it on the rift. I, I think Vitality comes away with the spot. And obviously we're assuming here that XL gets in, which I mean another team I really like. But yeah. Vitality I, I think pulls this off. I, I just don't think SK has it in them at the
0: end of the year. Or at the end of the split, I guess. I don't I don't think you can I don't think you can doubt Vitality. You've gotta believe in them because it's it's Vitality. The roster is so stock, stacked. This is meant to be like one of the biggest super teams put together in Europe uh current sitting at six and seven so it's a fucking dire situation if i was you know and if i was vitality i'd be pissed off about how much money i spent for this um but there is always the hope that it will click and then and you know it it's in. gonna be fun when it does oh like uh, if it does if it does because i don't feel like perks in cloud nine ever really clicked
1: yeah i think i don't in the way know that i do should have. in the way that it should have I don't know who's like really sticking out like a sore thumb is not clicking right now. I think, I mean, they've been pretty clear in interviews that they're all getting along pretty well. And yeah, Perks used to not like Alfari in LEC and then he played him in the LCS and he was like, okay, mad yeah. respect for this guy now. I'll team with him. Alfari's they have a very been good great team in now.
0: lane, but bad in game. Like, so he hasn't been able to convert things. I think with Team Liquid, you suddenly saw, oh, he has a good team around him, but he does still have that issue. But I mean the they whole need to, team look, they, has they, they, the they, issue they, the whole team has this issue and they need to look if it if it works they're gonna be they're going to roll in playoffs but they need to make playoffs that's the big thing
1: i agreed yes they they need to get there um i i think in a best of five series this team is far more dangerous in best of one, than in best of ones there's like there's a certain amount of individual adaptability across the board that they have on their roster that I think is sure. uh is honestly uh, maybe higher than any team in the LEC right now but like on the back of that there's also Rogue who still rolls them right now anyway it doesn't like it doesn't matter uh but you got to win your best of 1s it doesn't like you could be a better best of 5 team and I think Perks is like super clutch and and we know him to be a very good best yeah. of 5 and playoff player, but you have to win your best of ones to get to those best of fives. Exactly. So
0: and there's the way they're playing right now. I'm. They're not winning them. They're not winning them. So we'll see. But this week, honestly, this week the lines I think are fucking phenomenal for the LEC. There I are can't so many great lines that I think you can grab. Um, I, think yeah, I'm just, I I'll just jump straight in. <laughs> straight in, Mad Lines XL. I have them both at 188.
1: Yeah, I, I, I see them as fucking, even too, and they're not even.
0: They are not even. And I'll tell you that much. I am like, I a hundred percent, and I can't believe I'm saying this. By the way, but a hundred percent, I think uh, our boys uh, in Excel are going to make playoffs. And I can't disagree. Actually, again. you know what? I think I can. I can get Mad Lines. Uh, sorry, Excel on another sports book as the underdogs at one point nine one.
1: I listen. It's value all day for me. I yeah. I get the respect that Mad Lions gets for their performance last year. They have not been pulling not it off. And again, good. like regardless of what you're able to do in playoffs and everything, you have to win these regular season games, and they're not doing it. They don't look good at all. Dude, they're um, sitting
0: in seventh place, five and eight. that is not what you expected with, from... with SK. So the and exactly. this is the thing is Mad Lions started so high, and we're like, God, you look awful. SK started so low, and they're kind of getting better. Well. We did expect SK to be a
1: little bit better at the beginning of the season, to be fair. Yeah. But again, I mean, the, the team we didn't touch on when we were kind of recapping a little bit was XL. I think yeah. they have solidified themselves in their position with the loss to Misfits, although honestly a, a fairly close loss. Um, yeah. Didn't look bad like anywhere, and then they bounced back and win. So that's what you expect from a team that should be in the spot that they're in in the rankings. I, I think they beat Mad Lions here pretty handily. Like they look much better. On paper, everything. The book and, and the fans apparently don't agree. Apparently, these teams are 50-50. It's a toss-up. Plus, you have XL getting... Also,
0: are these people watching the games?
1: Apparently not. I mean, it just it doesn't seem to be so, and, and the book still hasn't changed XL's logo at all. Uh, <laughs> but I, XL's also on the plus line of the handicap at plus three and a half, which, I mean, I never really take within a team fight. I don't think it's reasonable to expect a team to finish that way. Although we see it happen like here and there, it's it's fairly rare. I think all the value here is on XL money line, one point eight eight. If you can get it for one one nine one, worth taking. That's um, but like I don't understand this Look, at all.
0: At the end of the day, this is XL's best chance to make playoffs for the first time. This is like the the gift of playoffs is right there for them to take um, or to throw away. If they really are a team that can compete, um, then this is it. This is a time to win, and you can't lose to a Mad Lions team. Um, on the I mean, they look side, like a
1: team that wants it too.
0: Exactly, yeah, absolutely. They do. Um, on the flip side, Mad Lions, it would be a disaster for them to not make it after their performance last year. So, But we're rapidly, rapidly reaching do or die um so i mean
1: it is uh, do or die in my It is do or die
0: right now um i'm i'm going for uh excel like i said 1.91 i think it's too good i think they have the momentum i think we're hitting the point where the storyline is coming true the first time they make playoffs it's it's all just it's exciting stuff you can't
1: uh, it, like I, I don't even know where to start you can't keep beating your bds's and your Astralis and expect anything to happen so you need to win yeah. this game this is a team you're going to have to beat eventually.
0: Yes. So, beat and they're them playing now. bad. Like, so, this is a time for you to beat them. And if you can't, then I don't know. It shakes things. Oh, up. no, no, no.
1: I'm talking about Mad Lines, But yeah, I mean, XL oh, should also oh, like yeah, Mad sure. needs to win this game. It's oh. a win now, like in my opinion. So,
0: and even then, it's, it's not guaranteed because then they're no. fighting against like vitality and I'm leaning towards them. But this we'll is, see. I mean, this is XL all day for me that's yeah, that's i uh, you agree like agree all right it's very clear next one bds astralis now normally i wouldn't touch this with a 10 foot fucking barge pole, but keep it quick, have been uh sneaking in little little wins
1: little wins but they and can't can beat anybody, anybody that's not top three <laughs> <laughs> uh i mean dude i don't even know i'm gonna i'm gonna stay away if anything like take astralis on the underdog line i'll agree with you a little bit you
0: can get astralis at 2.1 bds at 1.75 Ah, uh, look, the upset is there. They seem it's not to be going to be the better. most entertaining maybe match, Maybe you put it sure. a little bit on, maybe you don't. It depends on how much of a degenerate you are. Maybe you're watching yeah, you the gotta... match and you're, like, bored, and so you put a little taste on to make it a little bit more spicy. Exactly, because um, you will be bored watching this. Vitality against SK. Now, this is fucking a big one. I. Have so this is where your
1: conversation was leading. This is, this is where
0: it was leading. <laughs> this is the... Of course, um, there's always something planned. 3.6 on SK. It's I, a lot. I've got to take it. Taken. I think SK is showing that, hey, if, if people overlook them and they have the ability to get back into it, we said at the start, they should be a decent team and so on. They, they had a slow start, but 2 a weekend, bit of excitement, Vitality not doing so well still, I could totally see Vitality being a bit arrogant, overlooking it.
1: Should Vitality win this game? Hundred, literally hundred percent. Yes, yes. But yes. should they be one point three favorites? No, no. They don't look like a one point three favorite no. team. So I'll listen. Come
0: on, at three point. I'll give you credit. That is I'll give you the credit. upset of
1: the day, dude. I gotta stay away though. I mean, it's what? I'm still 3. so 6? scared of Vitality.
0: I, I I don't disagree, but you put a little sprinkle on it. Triple your money.
1: I mean, go out, do you like, do, listen, <laughs> you're allowed to have your own opinion. Be
0: you queen. <laughs> you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta do you queen. Get your bag King. Oh, um, right. uh, okay. I just can't, I can't do it. I can't doubt the boys for some reason. I never can. It's fine. That's fine. Too like much look, they're,
0: they're going to turn it on at some point, but they haven't so far. So you could have gotten some pretty good odds. So I, I'm just that saying is true. 3.6 is great. SK is coming off a good weekend there's value elsewhere the and are, you can just subsidize
1: your sk bet so
0: yeah um, that's all that matters then we have a the next big one is like the match of the weekend rogue versus Fnatic. it's a banger first second place team we have the guys who are clearly the favorites to win a fanatic that made huge changes and have paid off massively for them who are you leaning towards
1: Rogue minus four and a half, one point eight eight. <laughs> Don't even doubt it. It's it's not even worth. It's not worth considering. I mean, if there's any teams they show up against, too, that's this is the crazy the thing. big ones. Yeah, big teams. Yeah, in regular season games they win them. Yeah, uh, that's just how they do.
0: All right, I, there's nothing more to say. I'm with you on that. I fucking love it. I love the money line. Also, you can get the money line at one point eight four for Rogue, um, and Fnatic at one point nine eight. Shop around, because I actually have seen Fnatic at 2.1. So if you're a Fnatic stan, uh, cheese, uh, you can get some good odds on that. But unfortunately, I'm I'm bleeding blue, and I'm definitely going for Rogue at 1.1. I mean, everyone's I think, bleeding I think blue. I so good. I love the kill spread. I haven't thrown up any um, stats around, like, first turret, because it's, like, first turret, Rogue, 82%, Fnatic, 80%. Uh, Fnatic has a first dragon rate of 80%. Rogue has one at 45%. So I think you could go for that. If you did, I would probably look at something like I'd probably go for rogue first turret and then Fnatic first dragon, because they'll probably trade them or, you know, go for Herald and the first dragon, uh, which normally converts over. Um, if you grab Fnatic first dragon, I've got a 2.15. So that is a pretty great, pretty great bet there. First tower is definitely more risky. You can get for two point oh six, rogue. I'm less sold on that, but if you're hedging, um, but I do, I do like the fanatic first dragon two point one five, um, the go money it. line, and the and the you know minus what what do you say minus five minus four and, a half four and a half is what four. I got mm, love that.
1: You can probably get better odds elsewhere too. That's the that's the crazy part. I'm not even seeing the best right now. I would say uh, so. Right. Definitely, as we say around here, shop around because we're not affiliated with a book yet. And if you're listening, we'd love to have you. <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> don't don't get <laughs> us wrong. We will happily be shills for whoever pays us. But Absolutely just we Absolutely will shill your have book. Standards, okay? We have standards. Yeah, at least yeah. ten dollars. <laughs> at least ten bucks. All right. At least, um, at least, at least, one soul. Misfits G two. This is another bit of a bang up because like G two came off O two. You said it's a bit of a concern. I think Misfits is the second best team in the LEC currently.
1: I've got a uh, G two rebound here. Really? Where yeah,
0: I. You can get them underdog odds one two. That I'll take great. that all
1: day. I I think I think G 2s bound for a rebound off the back of two losses, two tough losses to be fair. Mm-hmm. A lot of learning that can go on in those. Mm-hmm. I think you you become a better team by losing. That's, that's the only way that can happen. Um, especially a team that, that needs to grow, that I've, that I've said prior. It is a little concerning the way they lost, but Misfits is bound to lose eventually. I think this is a game that they're capable of losing, and I think it's worth taking G2 here. Yeah, uh, I, but- I'm,
0: I'm a Misfits 1.83. I think that's a great line. Uh, yeah it is great I to think, see misfits getting getting yeah, respect i think 1.83 is a phenomenal odds for misfits i think g2's loss to sk isn't actually what bothers me it was their loss to Fnatic. um i think Fnatic just came out and played so well g2 didn't really have an answer to it um and i, yeah, can, totally, I, and I can totally see misfits doing the same thing now I, again we've set, talked about this I think G2 is going to continue to get better and better and start challenging the top three. But that match against Fnatic makes me think that they're not there just yet.
1: Well, it becomes a question of adaptability as well, Mm -hmm. in my eyes. Because I think when you have a young team that's playing well, they start to kind of fall into the same systems. And and that's a little bit of... I guess they might have overlooked SK and we talked about the draft a little bit. Yeah. Um, But when you fall into those systems, better teams are going to beat you because they're going to learn how you play and they're going to figure it out, and then they're going to roll you, which is what I think happened against Fnatic. So now it becomes a question of adaptability uh, and, and how well G2 can move forward. And if they're yep. able to, we're going to see a very good team uh, come late this split and and maybe even in time for playoffs. We'll see. But that's a different question. Being adaptable over a five-game series is uh, is a skill, to be fair.
0: Absolutely. Um, I only have one more match I kind of want to talk about. It's the final one is SK versus Stralis. Yeah, really. SK at 1.65. <laughs> it's like maybe. I don't, I don't think it's that great, but it's like, look, it's it's something. Uh, I mean, I've got – I don't know. There's there's a there's a couple of things here happening on I the 26th like of February. Want to talk about, uh, you definitely want to talk about the Excel Rogue.
1: Yeah, I do. Because yeah. <laughs> I want to take XL. He got yeah, over 3.0 3. 3. odds. 3. I mean, mm-hmm. nah. I'm still rolling with the guys. Like, they – They've got some juice in there. This team wants to go to playoffs. They do. It's looking good it's right drug. now. So you got to continue. Drogue, though. It doesn't matter. You you it might be a little going. bit
0: of like a backhander, a little bit of hush hush money of like, hey, just uh, you've lost to Astralis. So a little, what's, what's a little the, toss action, what, like, get us into playoffs. What, you know, you've lost to Astralis. You don't care. Like, it's not embarrassing anymore. You're not ruining your record. Just, uh, you know, maybe there's lose, lose a match to us.
1: Are you proposing what we like to call the early StarCraft 2 days double harmonic crab reversal throw? (laughs) Is that... Uh,
0: Maybe, maybe, maybe (laughs) not. I I don't want to... You know what? I'm not saying anything, but if we're talking about it...
1: Well, I'm not going to doubt the integrity of the organization Rogue and... Who said
0: that? But it's interesting (laughs) that there are rumors about it, you know?
1: Are there actually?
0: Well, I mean, we're talking about it, aren't we?
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. So we're starting the rumors. Listen, I don't think we're gonna see Throgue. That's a rumor. That's um, a rumor. <laughs> no, somewhere. no, we're not we're not gonna see Throgue. I which <laughs> listen, if it ever happens let it, let it, be, let it be let it be let it be very known that I said it here first. Uh but <laughs> we're gonna come back to this club eventually.
0: Yeah,
1: listen, XO can do this. I really actually have faith in this team for some reason. Um I've I'm kinda of bought in now at this point after hitting a heater on them a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. they've gotten better and better. So I'm uh, I'm feeling it for XL here. And then the other one is, I think Fnatic is getting a little disrespect against Mad Lions at one four five low key. I would take whatever their kill spread looks like, I would imagine it looks like a minus 5.5, minus 6.5 range. Yeah, I, don't I actually that, don't though. have it available right no, now.
0: Neither do I.
1: Annoying. So it's probably worth boosting those odds a little bit. I think it'll get around... 1718 for that. Um, or if the line's higher, you're gonna get like a minus seven and a half for 188, which I still think is very feasible. Fnatic should, should beat Mad Lines here. Mad Lines looks very bad. I'm with you on that.
0: I think that's a good bet. I, I was just purely looking at the money line and I'm like, it's terrible. Uh, from what I, I I don't, unfortunately, I just don't have the bet available to me, so I can't look at even Dragon. Yeah, it's unfortunate. It's, it's, I mean, tough money line odds, but at the same
1: time, like Fnatic if anyone should be like 1.3 favorites in this situation instead of like vitality against sk it should oh, probably yeah. be fnatic against mad Lines. but you're seeing like mad Lines was good last year so this line reflects that and and 100%. i
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm totally. stopping like
1: i am starting to get very confused by this kind of trend that we're seeing so listen if it it's, lets me make money slow. i don't care but slow to adapt from the books slow to adapt from the fans too like what are these people got going on in their heads so I'll whatever take it. Whatever. Take it all there.
0: It's, it's, uh, give it to me. The I think that's it. I think that kind of wraps it up for me. I don't know if there's anything. I'm,
1: I'm, I'm very much down to cross the pond with you.
0: But we literally have one more week, by the way. So next week is a super week in the LEC. And that is going to be. And that's it before playoffs. So we're really hitting a point. Like what to reiterate some of the, the what we were talking about is like. Mad Lions, Vitality, and SK—they have two matches and three matches next week. That's it. If you yeah, go, 0, about... if you go zero and two this week as Mad Lions, even going one and one is rough. Like, if, yeah, if it's any, go time. If, if Vitality manages to go like two and zero this weekend, that really separates them from everyone else. Um, Let's not
1: act like Mad Lions has an easy week. So, no, they have, like they, they have
0: Excel and Fnatic, so it's rough for them. I think Vitality. It's great to see Vitality and SK play fight against each other because if SK wins, they're tied with Vitality suddenly. And yeah, this then could get Vitality's, dramatic. Vitality is playing against Misfits this week, uh, whereas SK's second match is against uh, the So it kind of you know you start to look at it. I don't know. It gets uh, it gets interesting.
1: Vitality falls behind and clutches up Super Week. That's my prediction. We'll see. I'm telling you.
0: We'll see. We'll see. has got the boys. Now, another Super Week that's happening. In is... transition? Yeah, exactly. Transition. Props. Props. Thank you. Thank you. Love it. The, next, uh, the Super Week that's happening a week earlier, this week, in fact, is in the L- LCS. So we're hitting the midway point for the LCS. They're bringing out three matches. We're going to see, you know, how things separate. But looking back on last week, I think we we gotta just kick it off with Team Liquid <laughs> yeah. finally playing with CoreJJ and just <laughs> fucking I mean rot. it's not close. No. <laughs> they just it was
1: CLG looked better than EG. I'll, I'll say that straight up against Liquid, who is that. definitively the best team in the LCS right now, without a doubt. Uh, mm-hmm. one Han mm-hmm. Saman Jinx, I said this before the podcast to you, yeah. should be illegal. Ban Jinx, what are you doing? Um,
0: but, but then he just plays like he's just great across the board, and he's yeah, he is. JG4. I mean.
1: Now, actually, well, update, well, well, he's yeah. not
0: playing this week because the LCS was like, fuck, this is broken. They released a B patch because um, they were like, this is just <laughs> too much. So, CoreJJ can't play this week due to personal reasons. Um, so, Isla's coming in, but it's not like Team Liquid looked bad with Isla. You know what I mean? Like, they look great with him. So, I mean, LCS
1: is just doing mandated rebalancing. So,
0: Exactly. <laughs> uh, so, okay, they're playing with Isla, but I'm going to give you spoiler alert, I expect tl to go
1: 3-0 i'm not going to disagree with you i don't think you can fade this team at all they yeah. they i i'm not going to say they have plot armor or anything
0: no, they because just they're too they're honestly too good crossbow. to have
1: plot armor like it doesn't make any sense they're a vitality to say that. that works yeah it, it that's what it is. it is it's lcs vitality and they figured out a way to make it work which i think is a product of the system that team liquid has had in place for years
0: it, it, it's also it's... a product of having Bjergsen, one of the winningest players of all time, who is especially in domestic. Internationally, struggled you put... a bit more. Then you put in Core JJ, arguably the best player in North America. Uh, you know, maybe there are other players who have had flashes of greatness, but I'd say consistently, whoever, whatever team he joins, he is gonna, going to elevate.
1: Yeah, and then you um... add the best player in the LEC last year.
0: <laughs> yeah, Hans Summerin. Like it's just what do we and and you have a, a jungler that's incredibly supportive and happy to allow that those those pieces to shine i think the biggest question mark is whippo who is a great player just a bit of a wild card and i don't he's... necessarily think that that's a terrible thing
1: he's so reckless i love it dude he's so there's gonna it's be some so awesome weird,
0: there's gonna be some weird build and he's gonna be like i like this and then plays and goes like oh and 12 and he'll be like it's fine they'll still win yeah, the, the fucking... thing is, like,
1: they're gonna they can lose matches in a best of five, too, when we hit playoffs. And yeah. like, they're gonna rebound a map later with a meta comp. Like, yeah, they can just fuck hey,
0: around for two maps, and then Bjergsen pulls out his zillion, which he has like an 80% win rate on or 90%. It, it's obscene. Actually, I want to try and find that. Um, so, uh, yeah, they're just look, they're looking phenomenal. But the only option is playing this weekend. That's the only... I think the
1: only way to beat this team is to have them lull into a, like, this is what we're playing for the rest of the year. And then you start banning those champs when you get to playoffs. But, like, it's not going to happen that way. I... They're, they, they're going to have wide pools. So like... there's
0: one th- yeah, they have wide pools. I think they're, they're, this team is so well-rounded. Um, their biggest – my biggest concern for them is that Bjergsen likes to play quite a controlled style. Um, but I think core JJ is fine with that. And I think he brings a level of aggressiveness. Like it's aggressive control, but it's my, my, actually my biggest concern for team liquid is internationally because we've had this where North America has had a dominant team that plays very standard, um, and wins just by basically knowing how to play the game in a very traditional way, better than other north american teams but then they get to worlds and you have teams uh from the lpl and the lck that not only know how to play traditionally but can play traditionally better and more creatively um we had a big chat about this in the discord which i really enjoyed and once again you can find the link to our discord on our twitter at best of three network um but essentially i think you know, you look at the LCK, they play so clean and so methodically. Um, T1 is just fucking rolling people at the moment. Oh, yeah. Steal my thunder. Um, I did. Yeah. Yeah. A little segue into it. Thanks for that uh, inside insight. throwing info. it on the
1: end of the podcast Were every week. Were you planning
0: to? Damn it. Yeah. Every well, week, I, I'm every week
1: updating on, on T1. You well,
0: you, you I can love still T1. get the update. Thanks to you, I know that. Um, I already said they're winning worlds. You, so. you look at LPL they know how to play in an aggressive way but and converting um, advantages. I think the problem with someone like Team Liquid that they might fall into a trap where they're playing so traditionally, they play it slow and methodically, and the other teams don't really know how to break that, and so they win that way. But then they get two worlds, and they play against a team that actually knows how to play against it, and they'll struggle. I hope that's not the case. I do think that 100 Thieves is as good if, if not better. By the way, I know they're four and two, but one, the loss to FlyQuest I think it was incredibly close and a hundred thieves kind of threw that by trying to force a fight. And I went back and actually looked at the other loss and both of their losses come from a hundred thieves trying to force a fight and in not going their way. And they didn't need to force that fight. So it's a very easy fix for them to make. And had they not made that small mistake, they'd be 6-0. Yeah, and I mean, they have a coach.
1: Well, they have a coach that will rein it in when the time comes. We've seen that before. I mean, we saw them stumble last year. They picked it up and arguably had the best chemistry going to the playoffs. And and obviously they win.
0: Their losses last year were very different to the losses this year. So this is also a thing of like, I think they're trying to push the boundaries. um, As they do. and The organization as a whole does that. If they can figure it out, because this is a big thing, like I'm saying, this is what I'm talking about with NA. It's like converting advantages into a win. And that's what, what 100 Thieves, they had the advantage, the game was going a bit slow. They tried to force something that didn't work. But if they can figure out how to force that advantage and start snowballing their wins, that's how the LPL plays. Well, I mean that suddenly becomes very interesting. So, I I think the record of four and two for 100 thieves. You know, you look at their stats. Their wins are so fucking dominant, um, and their losses were incredibly close. It it, when we're talking
1: international, I think it becomes a question of how well can you play against. I would say the LCK is the best in the world at playing standard League of Legends, where they essentially get so much map control that you can't yes. do anything. Yeah. Uh. Slowly over time, it becomes a, like, it's essentially just a, a boa constrictor. They're going to suffocate the shit out yeah. of you. Um. On the other hand of that, how well can you resist overt aggression in the LPL where you're solo laning phase? You're not safe. Uh. Like at all. They're going to come fight you. They're going to come find you. Like h- how well can you stick up in that? Even when you're winning, um,
0: when you're winning, yeah. they start <laughs> playing like they're winning. Um, which is like, you're like, ah, oh, I have a 5,000 gold advantage. And they're like, all right, let's fucking fight. And you're like, no, no, I have 5,000 golds, And they're like, I don't give a shit. It's like a shutdown, shutdown, shut
1: down, shut down, shut down. Yeah. Shut
0: down. Like, you know, they're like the crazy guy you meet in the street. It's like, how do you, how do you, what if a guy's better than you at fighting? It's like, it's fine. What you do is you just act crazier than him and he'll run away
1: um and that get naked yeah exactly and, like, naked. and the
0: lpl just gets fucking naked and and the lcs <laughs> is like what is going on right now and yeah um See, so liquid's
1: got their lead minutes shut down. just good night <laughs> <laughs>
0: cock, slap, cock slap okay <laughs> i don't know how this pertains to league of legends but yeah um, we're here. <laughs> yeah, we're here. So Every week, every week. Every, every... <laughs> um, but yeah, that's. I think that's kind of... I, I don't know where the point was going, you but I think 100 Thieves is good. Team Liquid is good. Um, FlyQuest, I think, is tied for first and five and one.
1: I Not don't that know. good,
0: though. They are good, without a doubt, but I think they are overperforming. Like I said, I think they easily could have won. They should have lost that match to 100 Thieves which makes them four and two. You know, uh, they beat someone else that I think that they... Dig. Yeah, maybe it was a Dig match where it was a bit shaky. Um, And that would make them three and three. And then it's not as impressive. Um, Still, I think Dig, part of me... Yeah. Part of me
1: thinks that Dig and was are the same team with, like, different records in it. And it's kind of how... You see how, like, two things can pan out when you actually, like... Yeah, Close yeah. out a game or skate by wins, and, yeah. and that's kind of where FlyQuest is. And then you see what happens with Dig and Tosser, three and three in fifth place. Like, no disrespect to them, I think they're playing well still. Um, but yeah, I, like they feel like the same team, kind of. It's yeah, very exactly.
0: Weird. I think the thing I'm also trying to get at is that if you put FlyQuest in a semi final against like 100 Thieves or Team Liquid, I don't see them winning, and the same no. with Dig. I think I think their peak is like top four. It's like semi final, which is phenomenal, by the way. Like if Dig or Flyquest hit top four, that is such a success for them and such a success for the org. Um, I just I find it hard to see them breaking through that that level. Um, I agree with you. I think Dig is is also around the same. Tied with Dig is uh, Golden Guardians, who are.
1: You've performing. skipped over like the biggest story of this week.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well. You. Okay. Well. Okay. I think Golden Guardians is like exactly where they should be. Three and three. I think they're sneaky good. Not great. <laughs> if you overlook it, jumping to I the think they're getting story better. Week. I, I listen. Story of the week. Golden, Golden Guardians. Hold
1: on. Hold on. Hold on. Golden Guardians getting better. They're kind of progressing to the point we expected them to be at the beginning of the season. Yeah. It feels like they're in a playoff picture that they probably shouldn't be in. To be honest uh there are some teams underperforming <coughs> eg um i just thought you were actually dying there. <laughs> yeah i mean listen i'm an actor what can i say the boy the, the biggest story of the week though is i listen the tweet of the week is uh four minutes from before the game from jake sucky oh it's i believe he said cloud nine brought me to church and then they kicked out the pastor <laughs> Which is probably like that is that is spot on the
0: best. Yeah, I agree. I didn't see that one. I love it.
1: Unbelievable stuff. Obviously, like there's a lot of news now about this, and, and we've had we've now had Cloud9's reaction to it. And clearly what we're talking about here is them booting LS four minutes before a match. Yeah. Uh from their from their team, which I mean, weird, weird timing one. We'll start with that. But also I, I get that you want to you want your system to work, and it's worked for so long. You, you've been so good in the LCS, but like you were so fun, and everyone was rooting for you. And you I were doing so it. much fan service. Yeah, like it was so hard not to watch Cloud Nine games because anything can happen in draft, and then you watch them convert it into a win. It's like crazy. Yeah, and then they lose right when they boot him. Like. And they CLG lost too. Bad, with the most, yeah.
0: short, I didn't see it. So they like they tweeted the announcement four minutes before the game starts. I'm tuning into the match, and I'm like, "Why the? This is such a weird like, such a traditional draft. This is weird. I guess maybe they're just trying to practice that sort of thing." And then I see the tweet, and I was like, "Oh, okay. Um, and look, they've come out and said that basically it's due to the way the org is set up, yeah, and the coaching." LS had conflict with that. There was a kind of a further tweet around from uh, Monte Cristo who was saying that basically Cloud9 has found success in League and with a a coaching style and infrastructure, which is then trickled out into every other Cloud9 team. They have a format, they have a system. LS wanted to completely change that, which... Uh, also, potentially impacts every other Cloud9 team, supposedly.
1: Yeah, it, it begs the question of like, why was this such a riff that you can't control your head coach? Which is kind of weird, yeah. especially isn't, from isn't an am You can control
0: him, or but like this, I my thing is though, it's like, okay, well, why is how the Cloud9 team, League of Legends team plays affecting your Valorant or CSGO team? That I don't fully understand. Uh, It doesn't make sense to me. Um, And I also think, like you said, like it's not everyone knows what Ellis is like. He's opinionated. I think he's rude. Um, But he has a style and an insight into the game, which we have never seen whether it truly works in practice or not. And we started to see it, and it looked like it was working, and it was exciting. And it, you've committed to that, so like you said, I think the Jake Lucky t- uh, tweet is fucking excellent. If you bring yeah. in, if you bring him in, what are you doing? Why kick him out a week later or like four weeks later?
1: Well, yeah, not to mention the fact that you've also built this roster around this idea yeah. that LS is going to be your head coach, which I mean, not to say that they don't have a super talented team and they're not adaptable. I think they are very adaptable, and they'll play standard League of Legends under Max Waldo Club pretty well. cloud is
0: not going to crash and burn.
1: Yeah, it's not going to happen that way. The, like, you're going to take your losses here and there with LS, and they're going to be weird, like ugly ones. But I think, like, end of the day having the C9 roster with LS as the head coach made them an extremely dangerous best-of-five team. Mm-hmm. Like, they can do everything. Mm-hmm. That makes you more dangerous than anything. And I would say that they were probably the team that I would expect expected to compete against Team Liquid with LS as their head coach, the mm-hmm. best out of any team in the LCS. I was uh, Now it doesn't feel that well,
0: way. Because I felt like, oh, they're really coming into this with their own style of play. Um, And international competition and like okay we're not going to just play the standard kind of NA slow loss Um,
1: system got in the way
0: yeah I don't know so look I I don't think Cloud9 is going to crash and burn I'm way less excited especially if they keep playing traditionally and I think the fact that they went one and one last week says it all I think that's kind of what we're going to see they beat TSM big whoop TSM is the worst team in the league um, Agreed, and they lost to CLG, who played pretty decently. So it's
1: CLG don't look bad. Don't sleep on the boys. Well, I'll tell you what, there's some TSM. value they're this tied, week.
0: They're tied for ninth. They're playing against TSM, and honestly, I think uh, yeah, I would take CLG over TSM, who I think is the worst team in the league at the moment. They're I don't. They brought this the these players over. Everyone's joking about like the TSM jungler treatment, but now it's hitting. You know Shen Yi brought over for his team fighting and shot calling. Supposedly they ignore his shot calling. Um, they are putting Huni on on you know supports in top lane. It just it just looks like it's a not fucking working. mess. I think the org doesn't know what it's doing. I think they are so focused on short term success. Like what happens now? Like if you if you don't succeed now, what do you do? Bring Shen Yi back? That's not gonna work instantly.
1: I mean, threw a bag at Sword Art didn't work. Uh, yeah. Now this is all falling apart. They don't look good. I mean, no. I don't I mean, even ta- think look, they're tactical worth tactical talking about nominee. right
0: now. Tactical did phenomenal. He he uh, set a record with like seventy or eighty percent of the teams damage. Incredible performance. Individually, the players are good. No one is saying they're not, but they're playing bad and the way they're drafting is bad and the way the org is managing them is bad i just don't see this getting better you can't always play through tactical someone will just focus on bot lane and then what you are just gonna keep drafting the same like three supports two supports it it doesn't uh i don't know i mean going
1: bot heavy every game is just gonna get you're you're just gonna get out drafted elsewhere like and you're gonna lose because you're your players aren't cut
0: out to do that. Um, Either way, I mean, listen, they—they they're they are playing against each other. TSM and CLG. Like this is a big week for them because I think if you don't do well this week, you're tenth place. The other team I think that has to do well that we haven't talked about is EG. I mean, this
1: is something I talked about at the beginning of the year. EG could easily start out the season zero and four. That didn't happen immediately, but it doesn't seem like they've rebounded super well from the start of the year. No, two and four. Uh, going 0 and 2. Like, two and four is not where you expected this team to be. No. I They've had some tough matchups, yes, along mm-hmm. the way, but like, you just played in a lock in final, and maybe, yeah, there's some go? testing like and stuff that goes out in there.
0: 9 0, something like that. Like,
1: yeah, they were rolling. And uh, seems that train has now come to a halt for the most part. I don't really like. I mean, they they got slammed by Liquid. Let's start there. I, like a lot of teams will get slammed by Liquid, but like they haven't looked good otherwise. I mean,
0: I, I don't I can, even know. I can kind of live with it. Look, they're getting slammed by Liquid. I still, I'm still. It's um, happen. I don't necessarily. I'm not worried about EG, so long as the org understands that this is a long term. Like, give them until the end of the year, because honestly. You have Jojo, who is 17, just started playing in the LCS. You have Danny, still super young. Um, I think Impact is playing well. I think Vulcan's playing well. So I think there's a few things. You know, like people have been calling out Jojo's, uh, Jojo Pion's Corky. I agree. That hasn't been looking very good. So wouldn't mind seeing him on the other champs. Um, I think they'll figure it out. I I just think we, I think the lock-in really made us excited to see very quick success. Um, and I think we have to just kind of calm down those expectations and recognize that this is probably going to be more of a summer split team than a spring split team.
1: I can get on board with that. I'm here for growth. We love G2 in the LEC. We'll love uh, EG in, in the LCS as well. This but is a complete it is disappointing,
0: And BMB is not here to stop me from just talking. So I love it. It's great. Um, but I actually, I was because I was talking about the um, NBA with a buddy of mine, and I was like, I actually just fucking hate the fact that the LCS is two months.
1: That's yeah, it's it. short. It's
0: too short. I, I like the fact last year that it was like over a full season. Um, I like, I want to see teams kind of... Gro- I think the problem with having two short seasons, like two two-month seasons, is that the org starts to focus too much on short-term success. So when you don't make sprint playoffs, it's it's like okay, well, that's that's a failure. You failed in spring, so we need to make changes for summer. Um, whereas I would rather it be viewed as like, hey, we're going to try and make this work across the whole year, as opposed to a quick fix. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, like, it, there there is a heavy focus on summer too. I mean, because yeah. that's kind of what comes down to mattering. Um, it is really odd to like, Come to terms with having two separate seasons when you come over from the LEC. But I, I don't even I mean, know, the man. The LEC like, has
0: two seasons as well, but I think the LEC is just like a bit more. The LEC. But it,
1: each season contributes to the next. like True. Like and spring they, or, contributes to where you like, end up.
0: And the, the orgs, I think, are, are more focused on worlds and like a longer term success than getting too caught up. Yeah, there's
1: and, a heavy focus in the LCS on winning the LCS, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. might like that's not a, that that shouldn't really be the goal i mean no. if you want to further your league you should be trying to win worlds um obviously haven't gotten there yet this is our year oh. uh but <laughs> just kidding it's t1's year send Fager uh, off pick up perks send perks off pick up bjergsen send bjergsen off t1 three straight titles you heard it here first boom. easy
0: there we bang. go bang easy peasy Lemon squeezy. Uh, All right. Like jumping into the betting and the matches. Annoyingly, we only have two days. We don't have the third day's lines. It's pissing me off. Uh, I'm coming out with kind of three big predictions. First one is I think TL is going to go 3-0. Okay. They're playing against Golden Guardians, uh, Dignitas, and TSM. I think it's an easy three and zero oh for them. I'm not entirely sure what the odds are going to be. The problem is I was trying to get this parlay up and running to see what it was. We have pretty bad bets on them. Like the odds are like 1.25. Um, so I think if you parlay all three, if they are around uh, 1.25, 1.3 shop around, I think you can get 2.0 odds. Um, at at the moment, if that's the case, it's not worth it. But I think if it starts to hit two point five to three for that three zero, I'm I'm here for it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I can get on board with really? you. plus some, you know, stacks a little bit over the weekend. Second one, easy schedule.
0: Hundred thieves. I think they're going through now. Like I said, <sighs> I really think they are. I really think they're probably the second best best team. Their biggest matchup is against uh, Cloud Nine, and I just I I think Cloud Nine playing traditionally is is going to lose to them. I don't think, I, I, yeah, I just think when I look at it across the board, I don't think that Cloud Nine is playing traditional League of Legends as well. Especially when you look at individual matchups, like I don't think Summit has been doing that great.
1: Well, I mean no, they've also berserker. been playing. Ridiculous comps, so
0: sure, but you we never, saw yeah, that traditional like, comp and they lost, yeah. So. And then they
1: won the next one. I mean, it was TSM to be fair, sure. like worst team in the league, exactly. Uh, I mean, sneak peek, I'm also taking 100 Thieves there. I think great odds on them 1.93, no uh, reason yeah, to doubt that,
0: exactly. I oh, we have 1.93, that's better, yes, so, sir. Ooh, that's a good one. So I was looking at it, but basically, I think if you get 1.2 as the other one, 1.93. And then against Dignitas, I would imagine that they have, like, maybe... A, let's say it would be around 1.55, I think. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, something around that. Um, you can get 3.65. 3.65 for them to go 3-0. And I that is, like... That's a lock for me. That's a big, big lock. Um, because I really think that they're, they're going to go... I mean, like, look, don't don't bet the house on it because... Obviously, three and one. it's three one. games. Um, but I, I really think that that is going to be uh the play to go for. The other one that I think is an interesting one is, and this one I'm less certain on, but the odds are probably gonna be better. EG going three and oh, they have a bit of a mixed bag because they're going against Fly Golden Guardians, and TSM.
1: Yeah, I mean, mixed bag. I...
0: Is it? No. They're uh, facing. No, no, who are they? Wait a second. Who are they facing off against the third match? No, CLG. So they should beat CLG. CLG is dangerous,
1: I'm telling you.
0: If EG is good, they should beat Golden Guardians. And I think FlyQuest is going to be their toughest matchup.
1: I mean, CLG goes 2-1 and one this weekend. So Already? They beat Immortals. They beat TSM. And then they probably lose to EG. Yeah. Them to win both those games is four point seven five odds. And I actually oh, really like that a lot. They're I getting no that. respect.
0: That's great.
1: I think Immortals is fine. They're they're what we expected them to be, middle of the table. CLG is does not have a good record. Let's no. start with that. They're at the bottom of the table, one and five. Yeah. But they've had some tough losses in there and their wins against C9. Obviously, it's a C9 that just came out firing their coach. But like they didn't look terrible against Liquid. There was a lot of rebounding there. They had a clean ace. Uh, in the middle of the match that almost brought them back to life. But then, of course, Liquid said, we're Liquid, uh, we're going to win this game. That's tough. Like so, I think if you do that against any other opponent, you probably go on to roll after. But
0: By the way, I'm, so I'm scrolling up to kind of check out the um, CLG's opponents. They've had a tough opening schedule. Agreed. So FlyQuest, Hundred Thieves, um, Golden Guardians, so Golden Guardians is like the iffy one. Yep. Um, then we go down to Dignitas. Dignitas, I think, is a solid, pretty top solid team. Team. So I'm yep. not. I'm not holding that against them. Um, then we go down. We have a win against Cloud Nine, and then we have a loss to Team Liquid. So they which have, is fine. So like they've. If we look at it, they've gone up against the first place team, second place team, third place team. 4th place team, 5th place team, 6th place team. That's who they they fought, literally every single person in the top 6. Um, yeah,
1: outside of themselves, but... <laughs> or, sorry, 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 sorry. sorry. So, I was, so I was that's looking at like, Dig.
0: It, when you put that into context, I think that changes the way you look at the losses because I'm not holding it against them that they lost 100 Thieves, Team Liquid, and FlyQuest. Um, the losses to Dignitas and Golden Guardians, I think, are a little bit more iffy um, but you know, it's the start of the season. Maybe they haven't figured things out. They've got a lot of young, new players. Um, I think contracts, if I'm honest, is really struggling. He's the death leader at the moment. Um, so he's, I mean, he's really a weak link. But when they start matching up, what happens when they match up against seven, eight, and nine? That's what
1: I'm saying. Like anything can happen, and they're getting noticed. Seven, two point one eight oh, odds, yeah, like think, two point one eight against TSM. I think is
0: crazy. Yeah. Oh, I'm taking that a hundred percent. That that's on my list of things to like. Yeah, exactly. For sure, for sure. So, anyway, look. I, I think Team Liquid goes three and zero. I think. Uh, I think a hundred thieves goes three and zero. I think EG could, um, but I do love your CLG, 2-0 party, CLG two and zero party.
1: Two and and one situation. We we like that. Mm-hmm. Honestly,
0: maybe take EG
1: too. Just boost those odds a little bit. But I was gonna
0: say, what happens if you like throw in EG? Like you, you bet it that way, probably together. Um, I don't have it, but I wish no, I, I know did. It's annoying. It um, sucks. All right, like running through the matches. Are you a believer? So I have Dig at two point five against Card Nine.
1: I'm not a huge believer. I, it's tough. I mean, I think if there's a week that Dig's gonna beat C9. It's this week. Yeah but the odds just aren't really good enough either way for me to take a side here.
0: Right. That's okay.
1: kind of where I'm falling. I'm I'm not big on this match at all. Um I'm, I'm, I also don't have spreads to work with, so I think it Sad depends boy. on
0: how much you really believe in the Church of LS and like what Cloud9 is like without the Church of LS. Personally, I think they'll be fine. Um but this is I think this is the week where things might still be a bit shaky. And then next week I think they'll be very comfortable. That's my my answer there. Uh yeah, I
1: can I can get on board with that.
0: TL Golden Guardians, I mean, not even worth talking about, despite Golden Guardians being at 375, to me, it's just too too good. Unfortunately, look, a lot of the, the spreads and uh I we just don't have the lines annoyingly.
1: I think the lines Sundays are shoddy and... this week too. Yeah. You got a lot of favorites going. Lot of it, it's where it should be, in my opinion. I don't think yeah. TSM beats 100 Thieves at 40 odds. It's just no, not, no, I'm doesn't not, seem I'm feasible. Not, I
0: literally think TSM is the worst team in the league. Uh, FlyQuest EG. Now, I'm taking EG because like, it's egregious that FlyQuest is the underdog, though, at 2.4. So if you yeah. don't believe in the EG 3 and 0, which I totally understand why you don't believe in that, then actually I can get FlyQuest at 2.52. That is just They're getting, so fucking good.
1: Like, they are number one right now, so it's yeah. worth considering. Like, 2.4 is, like, not 2. incredible. 2.5.2 2. 2 is, like, a little better. I consider those kind of the same It really line. just
0: depends on, like, where you stand on the whole EG thing. Do you think yeah. that they're going to be able to kind of, like, pull it together? And I think this is the week where they have to pull it together. If you don't believe in that, then, I. you know what? You could parlay FlyQuest against EG and FlyQuest against Immortals for... Four point
1: three four. It feels like they're hitting a Mad Lions tipping point kind of.
0: Yeah, except Mad Lions has like three veterans on the team, whereas each well, yeah. one has two yeah, is yeah. built around two. So I I I don't hold it against them as much as I do uh Mad Lions. deserves Mad to have it held against them. I think, is, I think them? there's like drafting issues also, just like we said, we touched on the quirky. Um I you know what, I think you have a slight meta shift. Inspired and JoJo start popping off. They they prioritize JoJo maybe with a couple of uh, stronger mid laner. Um, And I think that they start to look really exciting. But look, if you are a believer in FlyQuest and Tokui, then I think 4.34 is incredible odds for them to beat EG and Immortals. And I think the Immortals win is, is pretty, I'm pretty confident in that.
1: Listen, one point six individually not great, but you parlay, you start to get a little tricky. So can't disagree with you there. I'm trying to think about what else is interesting. You, here. Well, There's, you touched like, on the
0: TSM CLG. What what odds do you have on CLG?
1: Because we're both two point one eight again.
0: Yeah, you see, I'm I'm a hundred percent on that. I think. Yeah, that's I'm
1: I'm in on that. I don't think Dig can beat Liquid. It doesn't feel like they really have the capability right now. I don't think anyone's getting that beat done.
0: Liquid. I think the only people that can threaten Liquid right now is a hundred thieves.
1: C nine too, sometimes. No.
0: Not, not with how they played last week.
1: We already kind of touched on a hundred thieves versus C nine too. I yeah. mean, I think we're in agreement that hundred thieves should win this game, unless I mean, if if Max Waldo knows the Church of LS well enough to no, replicate... no, they said they're
0: not doing that. They said they're going oh, to really? traditional. Yeah. Okay. So they're they're fully throwing it out, and that's why I'm saying I'm I'm not convinced on it. Um, yeah, we hate that. Look, w- once again, throwing back the going back to the EG thing. I. I'm, I've drunk the Kool-Aid, but Golden Guardians versus EG. I think Golden Guardians, they're a team that we thought would be good from the start. They weren't. They seem to be getting back into the flow of things. They're sitting at 3-3, three and three, tied with Dignitas. Uh, you know, so long as the Blaze Olive starts playing like he did last season, I think Pride Stalker is doing a great job. Um, but basically, yeah, I, I could totally see... I could see EG losing to Golden Guardians and you can get Golden Guardians at
1: 2.53. I mean, listen, like one eg G-G's got Actually, you can get it at
0: 2.66. 2. 2.66 for God, Golden Guardians to BDG.
1: That's what I have here. Yeah. I think it's worth taking. Like I think Golden Guardians is is going to continue to you know, accelerate their form a little bit. Obviously, track the EG situation. If they come out and roll to start the weekend, I think you've got yeah. to reconsider this a little bit because then EG should just roll that into a couple more wins. But you know uh, what? They also need to.
0: Dude, you can go FlyQuest beating EG, FlyQuest beating Immortals, and Golden Guardians beating EG 10.21.
1: Don't tease me.
0: 10.21. That is incredible.
1: I be- put ten dollars on that. Yeah, yeah, I am. You know you're what? I'm gonna. Do for this. I'm
0: hitting this because even though I think e- you know everything I've been saying about EG, the odds aren't necessarily there from a betting perspective. Whereas for the upset, oh, ten point two one, that's incredible.
1: And that's. I mean, you're not even really entirely betting against EG there. Like Flyco should be to mortals. It's Flyco's just a juice line, but yeah, exactly. Like so, it's, I mean, we're
0: literally saying that the the number one place t- tied team is going to be the seventh and eighth place team, and the fifth tied for fifth place team is going to be the seventh place team. This is like,
1: I mean, listen, we're talking CLG going two and oh in their first two matches, and then 100 Thieves beating Cloud Nine for
0: 9.17 odds. I like that a lot. What happens when you throw in CLG going two and oh in their first two matches, which again? I think you're
1: experimenting.
0: 48.54. That's the bet. FlyQuest beating EG. FlyQuest beating Immortals. Golden Guardians beating EG. CLG beating Immortals. CLG beating TSM gives you 48.54 odds. It's Reckless, but we're Reckless. So, I listen. Uh, uh, Reckless has been performing incredibly in the... uh, (laughs) So, so I, that we'll, means we'll, we'll take will as that well. as a sign from uh, from uh, the gods that this is the bet to go to.
1: I, I can't disagree with you. The odds are too good. Um, also, would love to see that happen. I would love to see CLG just come back firing. I think this team's got a lot more in the tank than they're showing right now. So right. hopefully, yeah. they're able to pull it off. This, of course, is also your weekly reminder that T1 is still undefeated and they 2 0 Damn One today. So they're going on to win worlds. Don't forget it. And Instead they're undefeated best
0: of threes, by the way. None of this like best of one bullshit. Yeah.
1: This is not it's garbage. Like, no, no. This, this is, is like legit. They're digging out series, going map three, and they're winning those. They're not losing them. Uh, they, they've got players. Everybody around Faker is so fucking good. And then you add in the fact that Faker is the undisputed greatest League of Legends player ever. Um, And that roster is just stacked back to front. So it's going to be fun great year ahead for t1 i'm i'm a huge t1 stand. though i love the fucking merch nike deal oh my god it's so cool so
0: you always love the merch but you never order the merch
1: i gotta get the merch for t1 you gotta get the merch. They're a little broke right now you know
0: rep it. yeah
1: you know we're, we're, we're we'll see where we end up all right that's i'd rather not buy it or they'll be giving it gifted you know?
0: gifted it yeah we'll just yeah. i don't know text them send them a message <laughs> say i'm a broke financial <laughs>
1: I'm broke. Give me
0: merch. Please. Please. <laughs> Senpai, notice me. Fair enough. Oh, my God. Uh, all right. On that note, I think that's it. That's all we have in the bucket. We've given you everything. Outrageous odds. Uh, I think it's going to be a fun weekend. There's a the potential to make a lot of money this weekend. I have nothing yeah. else to add. Follow us on Twitter at Best of Three Network. Find the pinned tweet. has a link to our Discord. Come into that Discord. Give BNB shit for being a young socialite and missing two weeks in a row. Uh, We miss you, buddy. Thank you for supporting us and thank you for listening to us. Share this with your friends. Uh, That's about wraps it up for me.
1: Scoop? You covered every base. Uh, Yeah, no. Thanks for talking to the Discord. Stay active. We love you all for listening. Um, Join if you haven't already. And, I mean, we'll see you next week. There we go. Toodaloo.